am the weapon. All right, welcome everybody to the Amigos Roundtable, Amiga Ireland 2020. Let's all go around the table and introduce ourselves. Go. Uh, I'm Ian Griffiths, Pixels at Dawn. Um, Randy Roshi. Chris Folds. <laughs> Paul. Itch. <laughs> Alan Kebab. Ravi Retro. All right. And we are gathered here in the lovely Sheraton in Athlone. Uh, this is the uh, the dinner break has just finished, and people are slowly starting to matriculate uh, back into the room. <laughs> How did you pull that off? You were in the restaurant, weren't you? No. No, no, no. Really? Oh, okay. I swapped. Oh, okay. I thought you were sitting down. <laughs> that voice Someone enters stage left. <laughs> that voice you're hearing is uh, the voice of the one and only Erla, who is the uh, head of Amiga Ireland. He's, uh, he is the founder, CEO, and uh, multi-millionaire. <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to be loaded to put on an event as good as this, because it's top class. Um, so, as we, uh, as, as we enter the, uh, the final phase of Friday, um, I'd just like, uh, what have you guys seen here that you've been, really been impressed with so far? The is quite change from last year very open and big and not as stuffy as it used to be so it's been a nice upgrade yeah it's not like 100 degrees in here that's yes so it's quite nice nobody's <laughs> had to open the door to the outside yet yes <laughs> projectors are fun you're not stuck to the roof with duct tape and the twine ties. yeah do you think this is the biggest amount of amigas in one place in I've, never, yeah, I've never no, seen I've so I've many I've amigas not since place. the demo parties in the 90s I've seen mm-hmm. so many amigas in one room you know, like the quartz party was yeah, there's just there's more at the quartz party, but yeah. Well, that'll do it, folks. Thanks for coming out to the Amigo. So, um, did you press record? Oh yeah, I, I, we're we're back on. We're back on. So, what are you guys most looking forward to for? T- <laughs> what are you guys most looking forward to tomorrow? Tomorrow's a big day. That's where it's really when Amiga Ireland happens. Yeah. Is the interviews? David Haney is going to be fun. And yeah, yeah. The workshops. Um, it's always always good to see uh, Vicky Fixelixon doing her stuff. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. Um, gaming competitions as well. Yeah, what are, have you guys looked at the schedule? What what's on for the gaming competitions? Stunt um, Car Racer and so uh, Sensible Soccer. Speed yeah, World and Speedball Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I've, uh, I've signed up Chris Folds for Sensible Soccer. I don't know if he knows that yet. Oh, <laughs> <I'm here. laughs> Thank you very much. I kicked I kicked ass earlier. Is uh-huh. anybody uh, is anybody else going to compete in any of this? I'll put my name down for the Swiss competition. I'm yeah. going all of them. You yeah. did pretty well last time, Pix. I, I did all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never played stunt car races, so I won't be putting my name down. For that. It's an Amigo staple. There's eight videos on it. Yeah, trying yeah. to not <laughs> fall off the track. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's key. Mike right? Clark's music program as well. I'm going to go and see that. Yeah, Mike Clark's music. tutorial. What yeah. is he? What's the tutorial? Is it on Tracker? Or I think it's Pro Tracker. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What did he do the music on before? Was it? Did he do Hard Guns or was that another guy? 
Uh, Mike Clark it was like Bill's tomato game. He did a lot for Cygnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We were out drinking with them last night, so yeah. so we should know all this stuff. <laughs> but that didn't come up. <laughs> what else do you guys want to talk about? Well, I'm looking forward to the bar tomorrow. I think that should be really good. Yeah. The bar. I've heard some great things about great the bar. Great things about mm. the mm. yeah. Oh yeah, because the, the the end of event. Uh, yeah. The big, the big throw. I wonder, I wonder if there will be a what is, what will the Zool mask of Amiga Ireland 2020 yeah. be? Yeah. Which character? Yeah. Right. Yeah. As long as it's not Robocop, we're fine. <laughs> Super Frog, <laughs> Lemmings. Yeah. Lemmings would be good. Actually, yeah. you could personalize this a little bit. Yeah. Top banana would be the best. Yeah. <laughs> just have lemmings, and everyone just has to like dye their hair green. Yeah. Or maybe I have to grow hair and then dye it green. <laughs> <laughs> you got some stubble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, for one, would like to see a Kid Chaos mask. That <laughs> <laughs> Lionheart one, actually. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah, man. Beautiful golden flop. Yeah. Oh, well. I could just use a Lionheart wig myself and maybe a, a dragon to ride, ride around. <laughs> yeah. It'll be such a shallow outfit, though. <laughs> Can we just say whereabouts we're all from in oh, the world yeah. as well? Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Because... That'd be great. Why don't you start, Rabbi? Uh, I'm from Nottingham in the Midlands of the UK. This is Mr. Alan Kebab here. I'm from London in the United Kingdom. I'm Paul and I'm from Northern Ireland. I'm Chris, I'm from Leicester in England. I'm Randy and I'm from Western Germany. And I'm Pixels and I'm from uh, Shropshire in England. And I'm Boat and I'm from Hurricane. Uh, so, uh, what do you think? What do you think makes this for those of you guys that they go like you know lots of you guys go to different shows, whether it's Swag or whether it's you know, places in continental Europe. Um, what makes this event different? I'm not saying better or worse, but what, what makes this event different than some of those other other European shows? It's well, it's bigger than a lot of the a lot of the uh, specific Amiga shows, yeah. sort of within within the UK area anyway, the British Isles area. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, most of the large events are multi-platform, these arcade machines, pinball, everything. But this is the lo- about the largest single platform one you've seen nowadays. I think. Because there's a lack of resources, Amiga-wise here, everybody seems to be able to help each other. And like, I, I remember a couple of shows ago, people were soldering and building equipment. That's, it seems to be a kind of nice sense of community. Yeah. Oh, we're being joined by two additional Amigos. Uh, as soon as you go, why don't you guys pull up a chair? Okay. And uh, introduce yourselves. I'm Edvin. Where are you from, Edvin? I'm from Norway. All right. Graham from Australia, mate. <laughs> Down under. So we were just talking about um, what, what we've been looking forward to, or what we're looking forward to. What are you looking forward to tomorrow, Edwin? Is there anything in particular? Put me on the spot, man. Sorry. There, Graham, you can answer too. What are you looking forward to? Um, more time away from my children. All right. I heard that. That's why we all here. Yeah. An escape from reality. Yeah. Yeah. Where's uh anything uh any 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 crazy travel stories? Is everybody's everybody's trip fairly uneventful? Sign as a pal. What did you do on your 35 hours on the plane, Graham? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, John? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> um, the flight over was uh, it was all right, but we had some delays going into Dubai. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a huge weather event there, as they described it. 
which basically meant thunderstorms, lightning, all sorts of stuff. So we had about a two and a half hour delay coming into Dubai, which extended a, a 14 hour flight to 16 and a half hours. <laughs> and yeah, that was great fun. Oh yeah. Particularly when I'm traveling with my 78 year old mother and it's her first flight longer than two hours. Wow. So uh, that was great fun. And then uh, we had to race uh, to, the, to get the connection and because of Dubai Airport, for those that don't know, it's an airport that doesn't make announcements. And if you don't read the screens, you don't know what the heck's going on um, because they don't tell you. So as far as we knew, the next plane was taking off at the time it was going to take off and it didn't care that we were just delayed. So we walked as fast as we you know we could with my, my mother and um, we got there and it turned out that that plane was also delayed because of the weather by two hours so if we had known we probably wouldn't have raced and taken our time and, mm-hmm. you know so that, that took a bit of a toll on, on her but um, the flights themselves were pretty good at least the, the planes didn't fly over a run which was a bit of a relief because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're I, I didn't particularly feel like right parachuting now. right <laughs> and yeah so I'm here now um, having too many beers and talking crap well, that's fantastic. That's what Amiga Ireland's all about. Yeah. All right. Well, we just wanted to do, I wanted to do something short that had everybody, because I'm so glad you guys have no idea how much I look forward to this. Not because I'm the world's greatest Amiga fan. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Amiga. But this is, what, this is what I love. I love you guys. You guys are great. And, I, and I'm just so happy to see you again. Or those of you for the first time, this first time I'm ever meeting Chris Folds. I feel like I've known him all my life. This is the first time I've physically been in his presence. Same thing with Graham. So it's just it's so awesome. And my plan is for tomorrow, I'm going to try and get all the different nationalities together. Today I interviewed the Czech Republic guys. I'm going to get the uh, hopefully get the Norwegians and the UK folk, all the Australians that are here, you know, the, 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 the thousands, and, and, and just, just do a little um, talk about your, your, your computing background, Amiga or non-Amiga, uh, just because I think that's, that's really interesting to get the, the different national perspectives. So um, I guess that's it. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to say? Are you um, are you getting a lift back to the airport with Chris? Yes, I've got a few things to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Adios. Adios. <laughs> we have the Jones's thing in there with all the adapters. Oh wow! Yeah. And then uh, the thing tomorrow is going to be the um, the Raspberry Pi array. That does. Have you heard about that? No, no, I just saw a picture. Yeah, this guy, this guy has taken like a a cluster of Raspberry Pis and somehow uh, uses them in conjunction with each other to render in Lightwave. So you can render in Lightwave. Oh, he's doing extremely fast. Render render file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With Raspberry Pi, it's nice, cheap Mm. solution. Mm. Yeah. And is it any good? We'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Or is it just easier to load up? Freeware rendering software on your PC and well, like so many things, being able to do it just because so, you can is yeah. reason enough. They're too busy asking, trying to do if they can, and not asking if they should. Oh, packaged it, slapped it on a lunchbox. So, what is your guys? If you guys had a, you, you guys that are into the hardware, what's your dream Amiga setup? What would you have if you could have any? One hundred and nineteen pounds. Recreation of the Amiga like they did for the Commodore 64. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Like Just so I've got one that looks like an Amiga with an FPGA in, and I don't need to worry about all this old hardware and shit going wrong on me. Mm-hmm. That's my idea. That's my dream. Even if it's two hundred pounds. But the problem is at the moment the recreations cost more than the real thing. Right. You know, you get me a Vampire Mini, it looks like dog dirt, and it, and it costs more than an Amiga. And there's no hardware, to, uh, software developed yeah. for it. Yeah. Sure. But all I want is a is a recreated Amiga 500 for like 150 quid. That's it's, it's simple. It seems like they should be able to do that. I'm going to talk to Mike. I talked to Mike a little bit tonight. I mean, why do the cases cost? Yeah. The cases. Keycaps for the Amiga cost more than our entire new six coming yeah, 64. That's the case and got keys. Yeah, it's, it's an economies Amiga, of scale right? issue. Amiga's yeah, never been cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it was Apple before Apple was Apple. My <laughs> dream uh, Amiga would be an uh, Amiga which could compete with the PC with, uh, with all the trimmings and word support and, mm-hmm. and the internet uh, browser up to date. Yeah. Have you ever considered buying one of the Trevor Dickinson Amigas? The no. new. Because it, it doesn't support that. Yeah. yeah. I guess you've got to rely on yourself to do all the development as well as purchase the hardware. So. Yeah, I think unfortunately it's ship sale. Yeah. My, Is, mine's the 4000T, but the Commodore curved one. Hmm. With the MT uh, ZZ9 board in it, yeah. power PC card, and. So that's good? Next What's the ZZ9? You can spot the difference between someone who wants to the do something with me and someone who just wants to play sensible soccer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new wrist one. It's over there. I'll show you in a okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, now, as far as like doing your DJ stuff, is there anything that you're limited to by using the 1200s that you could do if you had two 4000 powers side by side? <laughs> yeah, no, there's okay. no, no. I was difference. just curious. That would be yeah. cool though. Yeah. <laughs> more channels. Or, yeah. Just more insurance. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> You'd have to buy bigger Pelican cases to haul yeah, it all yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they'll probably crash more to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> the 12 are solid, aren't they? I might get an ST though, because there's an STJ. STD. That's really software. good stuff, though. Yeah. What is? Well, I don't even know what that is. It's a Tari ST uh, DJ software, but I think you can hook it up with MIDI yeah. as well, yeah. and uh, it's really, it's Serato, and yeah. Because it had the built-in. I mean, you could buy. I remember back in the day buying a MIDI interface that plugged in the parallel port, and it made it the same as the ST. But yeah. because it didn't have them built in, the software wasn't developed. And it's all about the software. Yeah. yeah. yeah the CDTV I mean, had the MIDI ports. Too, too little, too, too late. Yeah. And who bought a CDTV? <laughs> <laughs> who, took a, who took a CDTV back probably the next day? Did you keep no, it? that was a CD32. Oh, you returned the CD32 oh, the next yeah. day? Yeah, next day. Don't tell Figgy that. He'll have your head. He loves the CD32. Where is and now I have two. Oh, he's a, he's a dinner. That's right. I actually have one of his. Uh, oh, that's right. Because I, I bought it from another guy who, 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 who bought it from yeah. Figgy. <laughs> it's, it's a small world. It is, especially in Norway, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. But now the, 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 um, the music software for the ST, I mean, even up until the... In the early 2000s, if you went over to Spain or Ibiza, they were yeah, all yeah. using them in the like the mega mega dance the big clubs. Yeah. And stuff. You, you've seen that. And the, the, only thing, the, only thing, the first thing that really actually replaced him was iPads. Mm. Mm. Fatboy Slim did Rockefeller Scan, all of that stuff on Cubase, and he's, there's a on video SD, yeah. on YouTube, and he's wow. like, I've got the old files, and he still plays it. All, yeah. yeah. You know, so have you, a copy you, of that. Yeah, you're talking like you know, <laughs> 10 million something albums were made on this. It's crazy. It is. It's insane that that. That was really the only 
saving grace of the machine, but boy, if you're going to play a trump card, that's a good one to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I mean... I know that came first. My wife, my, yeah. did. My yeah. wife used to work for, you know, rolling synthesizing, you know, the big desks and everything. Mm-hmm. And everywhere you went, there was STs, wow. she told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is anybody else besides Ravi using their Amiga for any practical purposes other than just playing games? <laughs> That's okay. There's no, there's no shame in that. I tried to log into something, but it didn't work. I saw you, you fired up the web browser, and it, yeah, it, and it, it crashed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I played in D Paint the other day to yep. try and this competition. I wish I did because I could have said it came fourth. <laughs> I used to do so much in D Paint in the day because you used to render. Because you used to use the copper to change the colors on each line when you was doing the demos, you used to like render spheres in all different funny shades and then. Now let me ask you a question. Okay, this comes from your dumb guy, American. Okay, you got Lightwave, right? Lightwave. Everybody yeah, knows about Lightwave. Lightwave, and everybody was rendering stuff. Okay. Why? Why did Why did you render stuff in Lightwave? What were you doing? I mean, you, you've got a rendering of your, why you know, a, a soccer ball or something. But yeah. I mean, what do you? What's the end game? You're adding textures to it and dynamic light and effects. It was so just. It looks impressive. It was, okay, just, so it was, just, it was just the early days of CGI. Yeah. So it was like here is something that from the real world that you scanned into your computer, but it looks 3D because of these effects I've applied yeah. to it. Is that sort of the way it... I remember loads of people used to do Salvador Dali scenes. That yeah. was like one big thing. So you could like stretch it? things like, out yeah. and make, yeah. make them... I used to spend a lot of time, what was that package where you used to render the landscapes? Vista. Uh, Vista, yeah. yeah. It's on Amiga format. Vista Pro. Yeah, Vista Pro. Face morphing as well, that was... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that the thing where you could sort of render like procedurally drawn landscapes? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, is, no, that is really cool. And here's the thing: you can take those formulas now on a modern PC and fly around them in real time. Oh wow! <laughs> and he used to he used to set it going and go to school for the morning, come yeah, back at lunchtime, right. and go, "Damn, I put the coordinates in the wrong place." <laughs> so come home and go. Yeah, honestly, I, honestly, I used to set it going, point it where I wanted to go, and go to school and come back at lunchtime in my lunch hour, and go, "Yeah, that's the right place." And then sometimes you'll be there and you'll. And you was like going away for a week with the parents, and you, that's when you set off an animation. Mm. <laughs> so the so Amigas back in the day had tremendous amounts of uptime. Yeah. Oh yeah, these it on. I used to get told off. My dad, when I'd leave it on rendering, mm-hmm. I'd have to cover the Amiga in pillows because it was so loud. <laughs> that, but then it would get hotter and hotter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my dad would come and bang on the door and go, oh, turn it off. You know, I'd, yeah, to I'd have to render going for, for well over a week. Wow, it's amazing these machines, you know, survive. I mean, and they never of, went, they never blew yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. I think NASA left one on for 10 years or something. Yeah, NASA, planets, yeah. yeah. The most famous ones in America, isn't it? The one that ran the air conditioning system. Mm. Yeah, Still yeah, going, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's some, some, some school system somewhere. Is, yeah, they, 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 some teacher just wrote some random software yeah. to run it. And it, and it just it doesn't crash. Work, so there's no reason to change Now it. he should get a job. Yeah. 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 But no, they used to run for a long time, but... You know, back in, I mean, I got my first Amiga in 87, 88, Christmas 87, and there was nothing else like it. You couldn't, you couldn't afford a, a PC with the dog dirt, and it, it was just... Monochrome dog yeah, dirt. CGA. Yeah, yeah, and you had this thing, and it could do all this stuff, and yes, it was slow, but it could do it. Mm-hmm. And you were willing to live with the speed, because it finally produced something that you couldn't get anywhere else, and everybody was wowed. Which is why I was, I was talking to Dan on the way in. 
Sorry, kebab man. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you meant then. Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who are you talking about? And like, you know, I had it. I had that computer up until '92, late '92, early '93. Got my AGA computer, my 1200, and that lasted less than a year before it was gone. Because because, because it was funny because I was hoping for that same quantum leap again, or at least to be on par with the PCs, and it was slower, it was crapper. And you can still get good cash for it, so I just... Well, I think we all know what was to blame. But, but, but then when I jumped to the PC, and this is a sad, this is, this is a really sad reflection, I've been thinking about it because I've been chatting with Aaron. Now, when I jumped to the PC in those days, it was a 486DX33 or something. I remember the case had a turbo button. <laughs> uh, of course, you was never going to not press the turbo button. No. And it felt like the same quantum leap again. Which was, and I've not had that. And the next quantum leap I had was the PlayStation One, yeah. and I've never had the quantum. I've never felt the leap again. Right, it's it, just it, 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 in my lifetime. There was the Specky and Mass System, and the, you know the SNES and everything. Then I had, there was the Amiga quantum leap. There was the, my first DX four eight six quantum leap, and the PlayStation. So was and the, everything else has just been improvements. Uh, so in Europe, do you think the PlayStation was really the first big bombshell console for, for a lot of people that had previously been computer people? Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Not the, the SNES wasn't, I was a SNES boy, but mm -hmm. SNES wasn't big in, this, yeah. in mm -hmm. England. The Mega Drive, the Mega Drive decimated the Amiga in the UK. Really? Just, yeah. But for me, my dad had professional Amigas. Yeah, and your like, dad was different. We, when we rendered them, if you take the footage off, the Amiga, put it on VHS and then put it on another system. Yeah. People would be like, oh wow, that's amazing. If you showed it on the Amiga, they'd be like, well, our local TV studio, it's like they wouldn't. What was our local it, TV you know? studio opposite Showcase Cinema? Carlton Television. Yeah, they, they used Amiga video toasters to do all yeah. their titles on the news and everything. How could you? I thought the toaster was only NTSC. Oh no, you can hack it. That was a, no, you, no. you use a time-based corrector. But it would work. Yeah, but so, so, you know, when it was yeah, like, you know, Claire outside a bakery that's Baked an amusing shape roll. Yeah. You know, that, that was. But, but you'd also have timers, time. so you didn't <laughs> need the video toaster. You could have that was a classic. You story. could have a like, genlock, right? A gen and then a tightler on top of that. Right. It that does was, the same thing. Yeah. Right. Just do it. Was know, the toaster? Was it just the cool thing about the toaster? Was it was all in one box that would fit inside? I think it was the wipes that you could wipe between cameras. Yeah. And oh, okay. But then you could do that in Scala later anyway. You could have yeah. selected wipes. Yeah, Carlton used to use all that stuff. But yeah, that's said there was. In my computer well. computer life, I mean, I got my first computer in '81. The three big quantum leaps were the, the, year the, I was were born. the, were the sorry, it's the year I was born. <laughs> You're a good vintage now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the three big leaps was the Amiga, the, my first 486, and the PlayStation. And nothing's ever equaled those. See, I thought the Dreamcast was a big leap. I found yeah. that was a big jump from. PlayStation 1 because it came out before the PlayStation 2. Yeah, see, I did see that, and I went through to PlayStation 2 and I had an N64, and yeah, it just kind of all, it was just improvements on the same. For me, it was Pentium, and that was the big. When Unreal Tournament came out. Yeah, did you have a 486? No, I never. Yeah, so you didn't. I didn't. I'm going to say my leaks, your leaks are probably different because you were in it a bit deeper. Yeah, because you stay beyond 2000. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so it was like, the shop. one I was like, the beyond, 2000, <laughs> beyond 2000 was the big Amiga shop in Nottingham. Yeah. And also, 
around the back of the store is where they used to pirate all the games and crack them. So this shop used to get the delivery and then they used to come around the back and there'd be geeks like me in the back cracking them. <laughs> but then there was a fight between the two shops. So when Amiga collapsed beyond 2000, where Chris worked at, they said, okay, we're going into PCs. And, that, and they're still alive. The other shop said, We drink. Hardcore. We drink. <laughs> Drew went on. He made a lot. And they're in prison. <laughs> he did. He went to prison. What was the name of the other shop? Uh, tech Exchange. Yeah. That was just a what was the name of B2K uh, before B2K? It had. He decided before that he, he, he no no before that he had a Japanese name because he thought it was sound cool. Like a video. Yeah, it, it, just, it wasn't <laughs> a video yeah, type yeah. moment. Yeah, but there was one point all the retailers just go Amiga's dead, and then all the independent stores started to have it, and then piracy came in. And all yeah. That. But, but yeah, honestly, I used to work in his shop at the weekends, yeah. and he was like, oh, you know, like this game's coming, and we used to in the back crack them using crack them, and um, and that was a rival store, so I didn't know Chris was. City centre doing that, and I was up the road at the right. Me, 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 We're basically arch enemies. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I was working at store, a guy brought in a demo of Lemmings 3D running on an Amiga. Yeah. But it only ran on big box Amigas, mm. so they ditched it and made it a PC. And well, some game. some guy came in with PC. But the, games. the original version of Lemmings 3D was Amiga only. Some mm. guy came in with PC games and said, "Can I trade these in?" And he says, "Get oh. that shit out of here." <laughs> and then another <laughs> guy came. <laughs> yeah, another guy came and said, "Amiga's dead," and he had this big goth son called Moses who had a trench coat, <laughs> and he chased him down the road. Like, yeah. Remember, remember, um, Robbie, Robin. He, he used to hang out with Drew. Yeah, big yeah. lad, yeah. So I want uh, here's a little little cut and preview of coming attractions. One of the questions I'm going to ask at the panel tomorrow is, um, and I, I put this towards, towards each view. Anyone who wants to answer, um, okay. Here are, here are three options, three alternate universes for Amiga. Which one do you think would have made the biggest difference? Okay. Option one: when the Amiga 500 launches, it launches with a cartridge port. Option two. The Amiga 1200 launches with either a CD-ROM drive or with uh, a proper successor to OCS, ECS, uh, similar to the Ombre. Okay, so those are the three options. Cartridge port in 89 or 88 with the 500, CD-ROM with the 1200, or when the CD-ROM era Amigas launch, it launches with a true next-gen graphics set. See, for me... I was just we're funny because me and Dan had this conversation on the way over because we had spent two hours in a car. Yeah, we've run out of things to talk about now. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you might as well leave. Right. But I know a lot of the Amiga games programs and people. I know some people from Sensi and that lot. And yeah, I was talking about Roger and um, mate Anthony who made some, you know, Anthony Ball who made some of the games yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And they all say, the thing was, they could make a top flight AAA game on the Amiga that was number one seller. And then they could make a flop on the Mega Drive and make more money on the Mega Drive. Mm. Yeah. So as much as the, the thing that I mean, Dan was saying, the best thing about the Amiga was is we buy 10 floppy disks and we had 10 free games. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> was the reason the developers started to shift more focus to the consoles. If WHD load had come out back in the days, everything would have changed. <laughs> Installing games was a problem. Yeah. yeah. If, if you, you had a hard drive, and you mm. were running stuff on floppy, you just look like a Neanderthal. You know what? <laughs> you know? Maybe, maybe if you could, if you could, like on the, you know, it's, it's, Coco's got cartridge slots. If you could, if the games just came on cartridges, yeah, yeah, that just took quicker, away yeah. for the average 
mug on the street. I mean, my snares, I had a ram thing with a floppy right. drive to copy Bigger games. average Joe is. Yeah, if, know, if yeah. you just made it so the average Joe couldn't copy games anymore, I think it would have been a lot more successful. Yeah. Well, I think well, not the, only that. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem with the Amiga is that it's so uh, versatile. So yes. They would have put in a floppy disk and put, uh, would have copied that. Uh, yeah. uh, copy that floppy. Copy, no, <laughs> not the floppy. <laughs> copy that cartridge. <laughs> In the heartbeat. Yeah, they would have had to redesign, yeah. I think, maybe maybe put in some additional protection so you couldn't rip. Because, I mean, that happened with every computer. You yes. know, the Atari, the Commodore. People could rip cartridges. But ripping a cartridge is a lot. It takes more technical know-how than just copying a floppy disk. It's, it's all about adding an extra. An yeah, extra that's what I say. On my SNES, I had a thing that plugged in the top, which had RAM. And then I used to go to Blockbuster Video and put cartridges in it, copied it to floppy disk. It was pirates. <laughs> but the, you know the real disgusting. <laughs> I, I think that James Ray gets street fire. The, the, the secret behind all the consoles' longevity is that on the cartridge, it wasn't just the the the, the ROM. You had custom chips that were mounted mm, to yeah. the cartridge that would extend the powers of the system. And with this, you just can't do that. It's yeah. impossible. So you could have had next gen Amiga games on the Amiga Five Hundred. If you would have had cartridges, would just added that. Those yeah, I mean, shows. even Mario Kart, which is not the most mind blowing, and had a little DSP chip in it. Yeah, 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 mode seven. It was there. so yeah, confusing, that, wasn't it, as well? So it's like OCS or radio, does that work? Or this is a one meg game, this is a two meg game. Well, and like, if you're a consumer, we always confuse. Game developers always just program for the lowest common denominator. Even the even the six hundred, you know, I just got this PAL six hundred. I'm like, yes, it's time to play games because I've been oh, yeah, waiting around forever. I start putting in games. I start putting in games. You need more RAM, all right? Then they're like, oh yeah, a lot of these games just don't like uh, Kickstarter two point And I was like, like the <laughs> that was what shipped with the six hundred. <laughs> you know, it's not like need, a need, exotic need, thing. You need a three point one with at least eight mega RAM yeah, to run a party game. So I could imagine buying a six hundred, thinking I'm finally ready to enter the wild world of Amiga games. Thinking it's an upgrade from the five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> my, my parents would not have bought me an Amiga when I was about 12 had we not been able to access free games because yes, that, that was the, the selling point because yeah. they like, didn't have to buy you any games they just bought this one thing and everything just was free buy a load of blank floppy disks this is great nick them from work <laughs> my parents just bought it because it's just like well that's what my my parents friends had bought their son mm. it's like mm. Have an Amiga. He's got he's got one as well, and you can you can do your homework you on it, and you can play games. So yeah, you can borrow games from your neighbor. Yeah. Well, hands up who did homework on it. I did as well. Yeah. yeah. Let's have Hands up who owned a dot matrix connected to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> hands up who woke up the whole house at two in the morning when printing off said homework on dot matrix. <laughs> when did the uh, did they make non-dot matrix printers, like modern inkjet style printers for Lazy the Amiga? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did a bubble jet. The support was awful You must have been rich, boys. Yeah. The support for printing drivers was shocking. I never had a Once they started to become popular, was getting towards sort of the end. I mean, when did the first? When did those first come out? Probably nine. Here's the sad thing. I think the dot matrix photography I really owned was on the Amiga. And I'm searching high and low for those copies. And I'd love to see that. I'm sure a lot of those copies. 
they were just like generic drivers. I used to I used to convert everything to rich text format and RTF because that would always come out as a nice So it'd be like you'd go dock to RTF. That was on my first disc. I also had the girl from Baywatch, but you just didn't have knowledge to use trial and error and wrecking ink paper trying to get it. That was a top disc. And yeah. a lot of fakes that you think were And you real, had that carbon no, copy no, paper no, as well on the Duck Matrix. Do you remember that? Yeah, that's definitely here. Yeah, well, that well, was, I just inherited yeah. a Duck Matrix printer from someone else. I told my wife. forced it to work at my Amiga. You don't mind. Get the lead in there. Did you have a collar one? Eventually. Eventually, I had a star. Star Citizen was it? I had a good dot matrix and I took it over to the PC with me. 24 pins. I didn't realize the color dot matrix printers were even a thing. Oh, yeah, baby. They were super noisy. It took a long time to print the picture. But did they go back? Yeah. So it was print one and then. So I put it on like the best quality and I think it went 20 times on the same line. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, honestly, one, one, one page of A4 could take half an hour. Yeah. So it was because it was the same three colors. It was like red, blue, and it's yellow. Cyan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, so, same. Yeah. It was really, really, really slow. It was good stuff. But it was good. Remember the days. It's when you printed off Tooth and Carmoon. Yeah, print this up. Take it to school. <laughs> Look at that, bitches. <laughs> I've started to remember things that, I, that um, I hadn't thought about for many years about just like print deep pegs and like little, little putties that I'd drawn on and deep pegs coming out print. See, uh, me and Paul was just talking about our expert. Our, our, the Amiga also was our first open access to adult material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that was the yeah, yeah. You used to get these floppies, you moved them up, and it was basically scans of, like, these center of Playboy. Mm. And then you'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. Well. I didn't have, really have to pull this out of a bush. <laughs> <laughs> More chip round than you Now, does the Amiga have, like, a print screen command? Because you just, you know, like, no. if you, were, you couldn't just print, like, a screen. No, you used to use an actual like replay cartridge on the side for that. And there are PD utilities that can grab the screen for you as well. Um, but yeah, there's no, there's no kind of like system always print yeah. everything that's on the screen. Extra replay. Extra replay did it, yeah. Did yeah. you guys spend ages just customizing your workbench? Oh, no, yeah. I did. Yeah. Drew icons, yeah. magic workbench, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Stuff on the extras disc that I still don't know what yeah. it does today. <laughs> <laughs> workbench. That's all I do. I, I used to, it and then I used to spend to days and days and days yeah. programming in as and one. Okay. And I booted it up the other day, and I couldn't even remember a single command. <laughs> <laughs> I got my first job because I knew how to post 68,000 because of the Amiga, and I don't remember how to do a like a decrement and loop command anymore. It's like, You've lost the, it. The early 2000s and those drinking holidays really killed it. Who thought Dopus was like the best piece of stuff? Oh, yeah. I still oh, use Dopus. Yeah. I still use Dopus. I still yeah. use Dopus on my PC. Dopus oh, 4 or 5 though. Yeah, Dopus on the PC is really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I read an article about a week ago. There's Aaron who told me it still existed. I was like, what? I downloaded the trial. I was like, this is loads better than Windows Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, an article all about why you need a file manager and why it should probably be Dopus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't even know what that is. Directory Opus. Yeah. It was, oh, it was, we talked about that like in year one of the yeah, videos. Yeah, that's when I bought yeah. it. So what it is, it's just 
like no, like Windows Explorer. It's Windows Explorer, but for an Amiga. Okay. So you put your floppy disk or your hard drive, and you can just explore it and you can copy things between mm-hmm. things. You could but, but, view hacks. And yeah, stuff you can customize it. Yeah, so yeah you customize things. But, but the guy files. carried on making it and turned it into a PC app. And, oh. he, and it's, you can download it today and it replaces Windows Explorer. Mm-hmm. And it, you can have multiple panes open and drag things between it. And it's got built in picture viewers and music players. And it's yeah. just. Oh. So oh. much better than Windows Explorer. Wow. For years we were. Microsoft should Windows just buy Explorer. it and replace Windows <laughs> Explorer. <laughs> they'd probably ruin it if they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they ruin everything, yeah. don't they? But, yeah. It's Microsoft, but they bought me a house, and what more can I complain about? Microsoft shares bought me a house. Did uh, anyone else have an actual replay cartridge? No, I didn't. Only did, yeah. from a 500. Yeah, yeah from a 500. It, honestly, it was the best thing I ever It was a cartridge? There's a cartridge that plugged in the side and yeah, oh. allowed you to get into the... Uh, yeah, you just press the button and it just yeah, stopped free, the program. The system. Yeah. And you could I never used it for like what you used. You used yeah, so I used to go and buy games and then just basically uh, create boot disks and just get around the copy protection and take the games back and then distribute it to my friends. <laughs> Not for money. Um, yeah, but see, see, I, see, I was more interested at the back of the shop at Beyond 2000. We used to use the action replay to, to break the program to look at what the copy protection was and rewrite it, and then yeah. we, we use X copy to extract a copy that was then reproducible. But you just you were just making um, bespoke copies. I was, yes. Well, you, I mean, it's sort of an honor. <laughs> when to when, when we wanted to insert <laughs> at Tech Exchange, we just hooked up to BBSs and had a fire. Uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 but and just I was burn. down the road <laughs> cracking it, uploaded it, and you were downloading it. You were yeah. not <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, did you create elaborate? Cracker screens with loads no, of no, no, I just literally had one text saying by Dan Ryan, and Ooh, that was it. It's classy. Classy. That's and your real name as well. Your real name, did you? I didn't name it address. Why wouldn't you? When you're 12 years old. So. Yeah. <laughs> Put the address on there. Yeah. But Please the contact is, me. I, I went and the got a, an extra replay cartridge for the 500 about six months ago. I was like, yeah, I'll get one on eBay. It'd be great. And I got it home. like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to hack a game now? So I sold it about I'm going to show you. So if anybody was in the worst again. do you remember the panic that happened when they had Operation There's one of my Fastly. cool crack front screens. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what, what was it, right? <laughs> so they had a couple of raids That's that me, Phantom. worldwide yeah. on yeah. the cool global guy piracy name. boards. Really? Which was <laughs> cool. Operation Fastlink, Operation Buccaneer. And there were a few of them. And I remember when they happened in the Amiga community, it was just messages like, burn everything. People were like, (laughs) there was photos of people's houses being raided, put up as demos. Oh, oh lots of houses got raided, especially up in Man- way, Manchester. Way. Well, in Germany as well, yeah. they were doing. It was a global so was it just operation. Was put their address yeah. on their crack screen? Is that how they? No, it was to take all the cracking groups down. No, I know, but how did they find out where these people live? Well, boy, everybody had everybody had everybody had modems attached to the Mundus phone line. I forgot. Who lives at nine one eight seven six? It wasn't like a burner landline. So all these 13, 14 year olds getting raided, and everybody. Going, ah, <laughs> yeah, all your stuff, you know. Yeah, we had, and it um, went global. It was what like, was that one? There was a big famous one at Manchester, Liverpool. Way. There's on the early PC days, there was these CDs that used to be full of pirated games that you used to be able to get for the oh, PC. Yeah. And and what the guy did, what the guy, sorry, yeah, what the guy did there to so he didn't get caught is he bought CD to CD copiers and gave it all the local old age pensioners. Oh. And he used to give them piles of this, and they used to just press, keep pressing copy all day between cups of coffee and, <laughs> and watching TV, and then just go around and collect them all. <laughs> and so he distributed his duplication network around old people's homes. Who says there are no entrepreneurs? <laughs> 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 
Did anyone ever order anything from a PD mail order library in the hope that it would do something amazing and then you realise these days that there was no chance that would ever work? No. So, for example, I remember ordering a disc from a PD library um, which to boot up my game. to allow my uh, Amiga to receive teletext and display teletext in the screen. Oh. Why? There's no way that could ever work. <laughs> How's that going to work? No you way a TV that... tuner. But, but oh, an aerial, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the Game Boy emulator that used to just go, used to be a picture of a Game Boy, it used to go, do the Nintendo thing and then crash. Yeah. That's all it ever did. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there was all those there was Sonic pound. demos as well, wasn't there? What like, it'd were, be like a rolling demo of Sonic. What were some of the craziest promises, just in general, that you would read in magazines where they'd say, you know, the Amiga's not dead. The Amiga's going to be doing this in the future and this and this. And Most this. from David Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Old Billy Bullshit Four Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story when they went to Gateway? Oh, they promised uh, like uh, networking. Uh, if you could share a scanner, you could share. But they, kept, they, they kept promising this ombre chipset, yeah. which was basically before the PS1 came out with the power of the PS2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't believe it was. It was. I think it was more a bunch of ideas on a whiteboard than actual mm. existence. Yeah. Because if it really was that capable. Someone would have come in, a Sony, a Microsoft, an Apple. Someone would have came in and just went, I buy, I just buy the tech. I think they just because you wouldn't have been able to sell idea. that if that tech existed. You would have yeah. been able to sell it. PlayStation Two technology before the PlayStation One. Yeah. yeah, you would have just been able to sell it like that. It would have been the easy sell. You know, Sega was still big in the console market. Nintendo. Someone would have bought it. I mean, why would Nintendo be messing around? trying to make the PlayStation thing with Sony, if they could walk along to a bankrupt company in Silicon Valley and buy something five times more powerful. Mm -hmm. Politics? I, don't, I, I believe they were working on something and it might have been kind of power VR quality, but I don't believe it was... You have to they, ask him. Yeah, that'll be one of the questions for today. <laughs> uh, well, my first question's going to be, what's the, what's the deal with AGA? <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish! <laughs> You're going to say like Seinfeld, though. Yeah, what's the deal? <laughs> Sit down with him. No, I've got some, I've got some, I hope they're entertaining questions, and Andy Craig actually sent me some, some good well, ones. What naughty ones? This is up right. Is it that just been just picked next week? Oh, wow. Okay. That, that oh, is yeah. the old. That's right. This is, this is, this is your next game you're playing. 